Brilliance Audio presents The Warmth of Other Suns, the epic story of America's Great Migration, by Isabel Wilkerson. Performed by Robin Miles. The night clouds were closing in on the salt licks east of the Oxbow Lakes along the folds in the earth beyond the Yalabusha River. The cotton was at last cleared from the field. Ida May tried now to get the children ready and to gather the clothes and quilts and somehow keep her mind off the churning within her. She had sold off the turkeys and doled out in secret the old stools, the wash pots, the tin tub, the bed pallets. Her husband was settling with Mr. Ed over the worth of a year's labor, and she did not know what would come of it. None of them had been on a train before, not unless you counted the clattering local from Bacon Switch to Okolona, where by the time you sit down you there, as Ida May put it. None of them had been out of Mississippi, or Chickasaw County for that matter. There was no explaining to little James and Velma the stuffed bags and chaos and all that was at stake, or why they had to put on their shoes and not cry, and bring undue attention from anyone who might happen to see them leaving. Things had to look normal, like any other time they might ride into town, which was rare enough to begin with. Velma was six. She sat with her ankles crossed and three braids in her hair and did what she was told. James was too little to understand. He was three. He was upset at the commotion. Hold still now, James. Let me put your shoes on, Ida May told him. James wriggled and kicked. He did not like shoes. He ran free in the field. What were these things? He did not like them on his feet. So Ida May let him go barefoot. Miss Thene stood watching. One by one, her children had left her and gone up north. Sam and Cleve to Ohio, Josie to Syracuse, Irene to Milwaukee. Now the man Miss Thene had tried to keep Ida May from marrying in the first place was taking her away, too. Miss Thene had no choice but to accept it, and let Ida May and the grandchildren go for good. Miss Thene drew them close to her, as she always did, whenever anyone was leaving. She had them bow their heads. She whispered a prayer that her daughter and her daughter's family be protected on the long journey ahead in the Jim Crow car. May the Lord be the first one in the car, she prayed, and the last out. When the time had come, Ida May and little James and Velma and all that they could carry were loaded into a brother-in-law's truck, and the three of them went to meet Ida May's husband at the train depot in Okolona for the night ride out of the bottomland.